I said to Magda, I was like, I can't stop thinking about doing a full Ironman. She's like, you've done two halves. Why do you need to do a full? I was like, enough said. I'm not even going to have that. quite work that way. (laughs) You're listening to Attack the Pod, a podcast with news, views, and how-tos inspired by Amsterdam's biggest, biggest, best, best, and most international triathlon and cycling club with your hosts, Neil and Matt. So here we are, podcast number 14 after a are summer. Are you recording? I am, yeah. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> Usually I don't press the button. This has happened. Um, yeah, podcast number 14. We've been on a bit of a summer sabbatical. We didn't do one last month. We took a break. We've been up to, well, we'll talk about that. We've been doing some things. Um, but we're back. Um, we're back almost at the end of the triathlon season, if you if you call it a season. So I, I'm Neil. And I'm Matt. Together we are uh, doing Attack the Pod, but we have a guest with us. We've got uh, Chris Perrin with us today. Yeah. Christoph. What do, what do people call you, Chris or Christoph? Christoph is my name, but Chris is what I go for you. Chris is what it goes by, so yeah. welcome, Chris. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. We're going to talk to Chris about his triathlon item. So we're going to, um, that's a bit of a theme today, is sort of alternative triathlons or more adventurous triathlons. And we're going to get uh, dive into a little bit of the detail, get to know a bit more about about, about you, Chris, and uh, talk about your triathlon experience, which you've done in France. In France, in the Alps, yeah. Yeah, in the Alps. So it was the Alpe d'Huez, is that right? Mm-hmm. Triathlon right. d'Huez, or uh, what, what was it actually called? Alpe d'Huez Triathlon. Ah, well. Oh, there you go. I was pretty <laughs> I was getting there. Original. I, I was getting there, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the what's going on in the the local try scene and what's going on with Ironman Challenge and everything else. Um, been a lot of try action. Yeah. There's been a lot the of try action. the world. Yeah, and it's all been squeezed into two months, and now yeah. I think it's disappearing again, yeah. but not because of COVID. Um, but we'll talk about that in a in a second. And um, that's about it. And then we'll talk about what what where you should be in your training plan or if you're training and uh, and then we'll finish up there. So let's do it. Right, we're going to get to know a little bit about Chris. So have you have you listened to any of the podcasts before this? Yes, I'm listening uh, so to all of them. Uh, so we've got a fan here. You should know what's coming up, but I think we've been quite... Uh, been quite kind. Been quite kind, ones, but yeah. that's just because we've both been too busy to come up with really interesting questions, so I'm sorry. The show notes were done kind of like three minutes before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, where, where are you from originally and how did you end up in Amsterdam? Wow. Um, actually from France. Yep. I ended up in Amsterdam about 15 years ago. Uh, I went through a couple of other countries on the way, Ireland, uh, Germany, England. I ended up here. Uh, you speak, speak Dutch? I speak good well, enough Dutch, yeah. Nice. I have to, I don't live in Amsterdam, so you have to speak Dutch where, where I live. I don't know, I'd maybe dispute that. <laughs> I've done all right. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, where you like, yeah, because you're yeah. like just outside, yeah. If I want to con- communicate with my uh, my kids, yeah. you know, the, his friends' parents or whatever, I need yeah, to speak Dutch. Yeah, all I mean, the school messages. Yeah. Everything's in Dutch, yeah. Yeah, that's is true. That, that's the trick I've had. Like, I just say, I can't speak Dutch. I don't need to deal with it, which is so lazy. I but. guess that's what you need to get to get it done. To, no, to that's very it. true. It's very true. And you can miss things very easily if you don't, which is uh, which is not good. Well, I can mess up things when I don't really understand what they say, and I think yep. I do when I speak Dutch. But so how did you get to where you are now, like triathlon-wise? What's your sort of sporting background? Have you always been into triathlon? Did you no, do running or biking? I've or? always done quite a lot of sport when I was in France, but mainly team sports. I play handball for... Is that a sport? Oh, Matt. yeah. Whoa. I mean, it's <laughs> in the Olympics, so well, it counts. I'm it, just joking. There's a few worse ones coming up. It's it's a pretty cool sport, actually. It's I don't know if you watch the Olympics. It's a, it's quite a good sport to watch. Yeah, fast-moving. Fast, yeah. Yeah. Physical. So I played that for about 
uh, 15, 16 years until I left France, then moved to Ireland. Uh, yeah, spent too much time in a pub. I was going to say, the only sport that they do there is like Scotland, that's drinking. <laughs> well, a bit of uh, Gaelic football or... Yeah, is uh, it shint, shinty? No. What's the crazy one? Like hockey in it's, the face? Is that like shint? Early. Early, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. No, fastest ball sport, I think. It's it's super fast and physical. No, I've never tried. And that's like charging down a cricket ball and a yeah, being swung. crazy, I've seen With it. no protection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no, I didn't do any of that. I can only come from a country where you drink heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Moved to Germany, didn't do much sport then either. Yeah, actually there's a pattern. I uh, didn't much sport. <laughs> Did a bit of running and that's about it. In England, even less. I live in London. I didn't do anything there. And, but I started, well, no, it's not true actually. I did, uh, I did badminton. With I like a badminton. Of mine. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's how I actually started running. I enjoyed myself playing badminton of all the sport. <laughs> I, I ruptured my Achilles tendon playing badminton. Oh dear. And the only sport I could do after that was, you know, low intensity sport. I can't, I can't play any, any, any type of sport like that. I can't play football or this type of thing. So I started yeah, running. Explosive. Yeah. So I started running when I, when I moved to Amsterdam. Uh, first did the, the dam to dam. That was my first ever run. So it's a 10 mile, 16 K, yeah. which sounded like crazy thing to do at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I actu actually enjoyed it. Uh, I did that with my company. Uh, we did that, you know, with the, with the colleague. It was pretty cool. And yeah, I enjoyed it. So the next year I signed up for Amsterdam Marathon. And that's how it started. And uh, one of my friends, Charlie, also from the club. Yeah. One night we had, yeah, together with another friend, we maybe had, you know, a few too many drinks. <laughs> this is how everyone and ends up entering a yeah, triathlon. Th the next thing I know, the, the next day we, we were entered for... For seventy point three in uh, in Switzerland, and, uh, <laughs> but the, the thing I didn't have I didn't have a bike. I could barely I could barely <laughs> swim. It's a bike, <laughs> and the race was like I think uh, I don't know, six months away or something. Oh wow! So I bought a bike straight away. Uh, went to the pool, and yeah, that's how it started. So there was a uh, so Rapp how, how long ago was that? That's twenty fourteen something like okay, that. So yeah, yeah, six years or so. Yeah, years yeah. Ago. So I started that. <laughs> We we did uh, we did the warm up triathlon as a well, as a warm up for for the Iron Man that was in uh, Brukele. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, they used to the do triathlon swim. there. It was a pool swim. Yeah, it was a terrible weather on the on the bike. It was it's always cold. In May or something. It's one of the yeah, first yeah, it's, of the year. So it's yeah, yeah, it was yeah. super cold. It was terrible. It was windy. It was cold. Uh, I had a terrible. <laughs> I, f I probably finished last or close close to last. It was a terrible experience. But anyway, you know, I, it didn't uh, put you off because then you went to Switzerland. Or? Well, I know I was with uh, with Charlie and and my my other friend Gerald. You know, you don't get out. You, you know, you have to peer pressure there. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. There's no getting away from it, even if you want to. At that point, so, yeah. so we went to Switzerland together, and it was great. I mean, it's an amazing race. I don't know if you've done it, Rappersville. It's a pretty pretty cool uh, race in Switzerland. Very uh, very scenic. Uh, it's a tough run. There's the stairs in the middle of the run. Mm -hmm. You have to climb, like, I don't know. Like rocky. 30, 40 scares, stairs, sorry, scares. Stairs. Per, per lap. Per lap, yeah. They the call them a stairway to heaven. It's, uh, <laughs> it's painful. Shortcut to heaven. But uh, that was great. That was a great experience. I mean. The whole Ironman uh, kind of atmosphere and the race village. Totally, yeah, really yeah, 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 A yeah. little bit different from Broke Club. I, I did. Like a <laughs> I did, definitely. I had a shitty bike. I mean, you know, it was not about, uh, not about time or anything. It was yeah. just about doing it. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, once, once it started and next year we did another one and before I knew it, you know, we signed up for, for Ironman. And you've done a few Ironman now. I've done five. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. 
um, one we've met actually a couple of years ago in uh, in Barcelona. Yep. Yeah, we can maybe talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So That'd yeah, cool. Man. Yeah. So how did you find the tack? Through uh, Charlie. Oh, of course. Yeah. I don't know how he found it, but uh, yeah. So he Charlie. was. He's been here since the since the beginning, I think. Yeah. Early, early days. Yeah. When he's not um, complaining about uh, complaining the quality about, of Yeah, audio recording. quality. Yeah. He likes to yeah, do a little swim bike and run. Yeah, he does do yeah. triathlon, but I thought he was just uh, just complaining about the audio quality. But <laughs> Nice. Right, we've got a quick fire round for you, right? Okay. <clears throat> you should be ready for this. Shaved legs. Only for the race. Oh, I just don't get it. I'll, I'll never agree with this. It's faster. <laughs> France or the Netherlands? Um... Family, it's oh, family split now. Oh, there's too much hesitation there. Well, it depends on for what. <laughs> uh, it's how you interpret it, France or yeah. the Netherlands. Uh, Netherlands. Ooh, I'm going to, we need to get this broadcast out in France. <laughs> <laughs> Snails or bitterballing? <laughs> no stereotypes there. <laughs> bitterballing. Asics or uh, New Balance? Asics. Mountain bike or road bike? Mountain bike. Oh, Utrecht or Amsterdam? Amsterdam. It's just because I know you're sort of in between. Pretty much in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would pick Amsterdam. So well, Utrecht's quite nice. But anyway. Right. Anyway. Well, that was it. We've got to know you a little bit more. We're going to talk to you about your uh, Alpe triathlon in a bit. We're going to talk about updates. There's been actually been a lot happening. We took a month off. Um, and it's probably been the most active month in the last year and a half. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. What's happened? I'm sure you found all out yourself. But um, Matt's had a baby, so congratulations. congratulations. Not really triathlon related, but no. well, other, other than the fact that she was born underwater. Oh, well, yeah, so, that, that's that. Yeah. She's obviously going to be a triathlete. Yeah, swimmer. Yeah, so yeah, Andy, sure. Andy yeah. was born. Mum, baby is all good. And all good, all your, happy. Your family is expanding. So you, that's why you're moving house, right? Just that's to, why I arrived early today, just to get out of the house. <laughs> just to, He's like, can I come early? Can I come early? <laughs> just, oh, the quiet is so... <laughs> So nice. <laughs> um, the Olympics has been and gone. The main Olympics, and then we have the Paralympics underway yeah, just did now. Did you watch? I've not watched uh, today. No, the Olympics. Oh, did uh, I watch the Olympics? Yeah, yeah, I watched. Yeah, the triathlon was great. Yeah. It's funny, like my friend who's not a triathlete, but he's like, why, why would you go through all this just to get put in a wheelchair at the end of it? You know, when they're dying on the. And I was watching it with Magda and the guy that won it's throwing up, and yeah. then there's people falling in his spew. And she's like, oh, don't, don't. And I was like, you just don't get it. Like honestly, they're that's spent. Where, but, that's where the glory lies. Yeah, in, in that puddle of vomit. <laughs> they can't push themselves so hard. Unbelievable. To crazy, watch, yeah, yeah the guy's real. race with uh, watching him go at the end, Christian Blumenthal. It's crazy. That last it's from uh, Norway or, or Denmark, uh, Norway. Norway. Um, I didn't, I only saw the highlights of the female event. I didn't watch, I wasn't, I didn't watch that live, but um, kind of went how you'd expect. So, Flora Duffy won and right. sort of heavy favorite to do so. But the US girl, sorry, I'm terrible with names, didn't do so well. And or my no, I'm, I think I'm getting mixed up with the relay event. That happened later on in the week, or the what's the fast? The, the, yeah, the, the mixed relay. Mixed relay. Yeah, I'm that was good fun. That, that yeah. was, that was fun, pretty cool. Fun watch as well, and obviously yeah. even more fun because the UK won. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah. France moved up to third in the end, was it? Yeah, that was yeah. Tyrone in France. Yeah. yeah, heavy favorites going. Jason Lewis, nowhere close to where he should be. Yeah. He, he, wasn't fit. I His think. run is, is yeah. it's just not as good as it used to be. I don't know. Or the other got just got better. You have so many strong runners nowadays. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. you can't make a difference on the bike, which usually that's what they do, 
if That's right. They had no chance keeping the uh, Yi, the, the British guy. Mm. He needed to drop him. They had to drop to, him on the yeah, back. There was no true. chance they were going to beat him on the, on the run. Yeah, it's interesting to see the dynamics of that now, How the because yeah. it always swings between sort of essentially cycling strength and run strength, yeah. right? And that t- tends to every few years, depending on who's, yeah. who's in the field. And but, you saw in the women's race, for example, like that, that pack had a lot of firepower in it and it stayed away. Yeah. Whereas the guys came together and yeah, it was like um, thirty guys got off the bike at the same time. All at the same time, so yeah. it's just a run race yeah. by that yeah. point. Which um, they he, did, he's Norwegian. quite young though, is he not like 22, 23 or something? Yeah, Alex Yee. Oh, Alex yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's quite young. So I mean, he's a former runner as well. So yeah. it shows. I don't know what his PR on ten k, but uh, it's quite it shows crazy. How, like, what was their average? Like three three twenty or something, or some crazy performance? Oh, way faster. Is it twenty nine, twenty eight minutes, ten k? That's mental. Absolutely, I can't believe he didn't win that race. Yeah, I, I thought when I saw them all on the run, I said, There's nobody has with, been winning. With uh, Blumenthal, Hayden Wilde, and uh, and Alex Yee coming, it looked like it had to be Alex Yee or, yeah. or Hayden Wilde. And you exactly you see them running and they're beautiful runners, like, like little spelt kind yeah. of, they look like track runners. And, and comparatively, Blumenthal looks he's like a, an elephant or something. Yeah, he does look he looks a bit huge. sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think he was getting away. I thought no, it was yeah. like he was pure spent, power. But pure yeah. power. Yeah. Very impressive. Very impressive. Any stuff. other uh, highlights from the Olympics for you? I, I quite liked the uh, the women's road race where the Dutch team thought they were out front, but they actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is just what terrible. Um, yeah, uh, Pitcock on the on the mountain mm, bike was, yeah, yeah, yeah. was very impressive. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Van der Poel falling off the ramp. Yeah, that was a shame, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I quite liked Roglic on the time trial. He just looked amazing. Uh, don't know if you watched that, the highlights, but we're just like. Feel, you, you can't help but feel happy for Roglic taking <laughs> Every time you win, see him, really. he's always got that wee sad face that you feel <laughs> sorry for anyway, because he always gets so close. And it looks well, like if he doesn't fall, he only wins. But he falls. It's true. Yeah. Like, look again at the. He's end. so consistent. It's, it's really impressive how consistent he is, unless yeah. he. He falls. Yeah, so he, he fell at the Tour de France, yeah. I think, was it the second week or the first week? First week. It, it looked like, it was when all the crashes were happening, it looked like the most innocent and smallest of falls yeah. And it would, when you saw him after it. Um, but, you know, to come back from that fall, from what it seemed to be, and then perform like he did in the time trial of the Olympics, Amazing. I thought it was pretty good. Like, he, was just, um, he didn't yeah. even know, he was so dialed in and focused that I think he shot across the finish line thinking he still had to go. Yeah. Um, yes. Or he was just making sure of it. I don't know. He's had the. <laughs> and I was like, went his way in the past. Before, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed uh, watching that, and I, I'm glad they got it. I mean, I, I really hope that at some point he can win the Tour de France. But his t- time is not in his favour. I think now he's getting. I'm sure he will. I think you're going to need. Um, uh, oh, forget Pogacar not to not to be there. I think he's to, bound to have a bad year one year. Exactly, something's going to happen. So I think Roglic is so consistent. Well, you know, Lance Armstrong never did any bad years. <laughs> you heard that you're first people, right? Well, I wanted to touch on so um, both Flora Duffy and Christian Blumenthal, who won the Olympic gold medals. Firstly, they followed up the week later by winning, winning uh, a triathlon World Series. Um, so it's the first time. In, in each case, that a gold medalist has won the world championships in the same year. Impressive. And Blumenthal for a long time has been saying that he wanted to win the gold and win Kona in the same year, which has obviously never been done. Very few uh, athletes have ever really crossed over from Olympic distance, the highest level of Olympic distance to the highest level of, of long course, with obviously the Fredino being the... Bron- Bronley. 
Yeah, but he still hasn't had that sort of quite that level of success yet. Not yet. That. So um, this it's only went done full distance, like full. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, I didn't know. He won Cork last year, I think. Yeah. Wow. But he blew up quite spectacularly at Kona. <laughs> so um, yeah, I know. Yeah, Fredino obviously nailed it. But uh, so so he was saying he wanted to do that. He was going to have to qualify. So his plan was to do some crazy schedule of uh, Olympics. Once he'd finished vomiting, getting, <laughs> doing the World Series, vomiting his way to, I think, was it Copenhagen or something or Frankfurt? He was going right. to do the Ironman to qualify for Kona and then a couple of weeks later do Kona. But uh, Ironman, in their wisdom, have, have given Blumenthal and Duffy uh, entries to the 70.3 Worlds and to the, and to the, the uh, yeah, to Kona World Championships. And then Kona got postponed. <laughs> ah, so now they can. Well, they can really prepare for it. They can get proper well, That's the question, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I mean... Does, does that get in the way of his next season? Potentially, yeah. I wonder whether he was just hoping to sort of roll through all these and... Yeah, yeah and just it could actually work against them. Yeah. Yeah. One to watch, if it goes ahead. I mean, just not been postponed many times. Have we not got like three years world championships happening at the same time or something? <laughs> they, they keep sort of postponing, well, This right? is the second <laughs> October that Kona hasn't happened. I don't obviously. know if yeah. they don't, don't move it somewhere else. Why does it have to be in Kona? Well, this is this is it. This is one of the notes we made. There's why do, the, the problem obviously is is the fact it's Hawaii, um, which is still suffering a lot from, from COVID cases. Yeah. And apparently the big the big sort of uh, bottleneck here is the amount of hospital beds yeah. mm. in, in, in Kona because it's a small town essentially, yeah. which welcomes 5,000 people or whatever, it, it, probably more including all the, uh, you know, the stuff around it, all the circus that comes in and all the media and, and everything. So they can't hold it. But firstly, why does it need to be Hawaii? I mean, I know it always has been. But they're looking to move it to February, which in itself doesn't necessarily seem guaranteed to happen. Yeah. So they're almost sort of willing to lose another year of world championships rather than move the venue, which seems like, seems madness to me. Yeah, there could be some lobbying going on. I mean, if you're Hawaiian, you'd run the risk of saying, oh, we're going to run it in Australia. Maybe a bad example given COVID, but, you know, we're going to run it in Europe or something like they'll that could be a catalyst for change forevermore. It's sort of like the World Champs is synonymous with Kona. You don't even call it the Ironman World Champs yeah. or whatever. You call it Kona. I mean, it's like Davos for the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was in Glasgow or something? You wouldn't be saying, oh, I'm, off, I'm off to Glasgow this year for the World Economic Forum. <laughs> it could be, there could be a lot of things. There could be politics at play, basically. I think there were, I mean, there's certainly a ties to the local community there and they bring yeah. a lot of... Of money in, but you think in this occasion, I mean, I'm also, yeah, but that's, but it also could be that catalyst. It could be if they do it once, that's it, it's gone. Sure. Um, and that could be the real, the real worry. But you'd think if it's a hospital bed thing, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think there's also the logistic, which race will host it. it it's a very special race that doesn't yeah. take, you know, you, you can only go there, race there if you qualified. So which yeah. race will host that it means that nobody else from this race will be able to race. Or yeah, just yeah. create a new one, just create a new race. Yeah. Create a new race. But I think. I think it sounds easier than... Yeah, than that's true. I, I don't yeah. know. These things take a long time to organize. Do you I mean, think Qatar could do it? you think we could host the... Uh, sure. The <laughs> I mean, I'd do an aid station. <laughs> uh, I would. The pro I mean, one. The don't try to add uh, world championship. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We could have it in Amstel Park. <laughs> yeah. 
Alistair, time yourselves. <laughs> we could use the your favourite course, the Almira uh, bike course. You, oh, you're a you're a fan one. of that. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> bring the world to up that. There with, uh, <laughs> up there with Hawaii in terms of uh, the backgrounds. Right, and, the Collins Cup. I didn't watch yeah. it, actually. Um, I wish I had because there was a lot of talk about it. Tell us about that, Matt. So for those that don't know, the Collins Cup has been promised for... I don't know, about 20 years uh, <laughs> in triathlon circles. And the Where idea does the name is come from? Judy and John Collins, who, are, who were the couple that founded Ironman uh, or oh. put together the first Ironman, let's say. They, and also before then, they sort of organized a few of the first kind of official triathlons on, in, yeah. I think it was West Coast of the States, sort of Mission right. Bay area yeah. and nice. stuff. So it's sort of named in their honor. I think it's a terrible name, but let's move on through that. <laughs> but the, um, the idea was to bring together a sort of team event, a kind of Ryder cup or Davis cup or whatever you want to call it. Um, and Europe versus, uh, the U S versus everyone else, basically. So the concept was, uh, 12 athletes based on a mixture of rankings and, and decisions from team captains. And, uh, they raced, so six men, six women, and they raced individually against each other. So the, three people in each leg, let's say one, one U S athlete, one European athlete and one international athlete. And essentially you got points for winning your leg and a couple of extra bonus points for, for the sort of the winning margin being mm. increased. Um, and I've got to say it went quite well. Yeah. I was cynical to, as to how much I would care about it, but it was, I really You're enjoyed fan. it. You're a convert. It's also on a, on a mixed distance. So it's not full Ironman. And it's, so you had athlete coming from shorter distance versus athlete coming from longer distance. So it's just and under a half, really, exactly, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. The, the total is 100K, I think. That's, that's what the... Right. It's 2K swim, 80 ride, and 18 run. Right. So it means that you have people coming from both the short distance and from the long distance. Yeah. So it's very interesting. The dynamic is very different, especially in the yeah. swim. The yeah. short distance swimmer are so fast. I really enjoyed the race. I mean, I thought it was a great concept. Of course, it can be better, but I think for, for the first time, I thought it was super interesting. And is it yeah. good to watch on like a TV sport? Yeah, it was on Eurosport. I mean, yeah, yeah broadcasting could have been a bit better. Um, yeah, I mean, there were hiccups along the way, yeah, right? They promised a bit more. I think you, should, you were supposed to be able to hear tip captain talk to their athlete because there's a lot of strategy involved. Yeah. So they were talking about that beforehand that you should be able to hear the captains talking to the athlete and yeah, telling them cool. about the gaps. Like and the, also having a, lot of, having a lot of metrics on, you know, the power. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't see any of that cool. on Eurosport. You could see if you if you followed on the website, I noticed afterwards, a couple of the athletes, you could see like heart rate and stuff, right. but it wasn't anywhere near as much as they... The promise, promise yeah, you couldn't yeah. hear those race radios, which they said. I was expecting that. I was really yeah. looking forward to that. But even as it was, I mean, it was... Uh, like my wife watched some of it and she couldn't care less about triathlon. Yeah. Yeah. Magda was the same with the Olympics actually. Yeah. And then of course focused on the guy vomiting on the finish line. But, but I mean, um, but she like, sort of, like, you laugh, but that, that's in, in track, right. That, that someone's pushed themselves enough to vomit is a story, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that makes it interesting. You're like, wow, these guys are, yeah, no, she, and she so this whole sort well. of like concept of, you know, it seems sort of weird and new to those of us that sort of into triathlon and mm. watch, other races, but actually like my line was watching. She was quite interested and in, like some of the stories around the athletes and where yeah. they come from and the fact that some of them had been doing the Olympics a few weeks ago and others were prepping for whatever. Like they did bring it together. Well, I don't think it was perfect by any yeah. stretch of the imagination, but, um, 
Yeah, it was a and lot more interesting than I thought it'd be. Definitely. Know? There was a great prizes, right? You got, was it a water bottle? <laughs> no, that, that was <laughs> Nick at the weekend. No, the, uh, <laughs> someone was saying the prizes were not fantastic for the sort of scale or exposure of the event, right? It wasn't well, like mean, a big cash money or anything. No, but the, the, well, they paid on the rankings. Yeah. Um, so the PTA, the professional tri- triathlon organization who, who brings this together and is a sort of venture backed. Mm. Uh, organization which is trying to, I guess, lift triathlon to a different level, make it more interesting. They're doing a decent job, I think, of that media wise. And they're really getting into the pure kind of like, these are the fittest people on the planet. Mm. And they're, they're kind of not confusing. They're not getting into the minutiae. Do you think it. they're getting like an appearance fee or something, maybe? I don't think. I think they're getting everything paid for uh, to be there, but they, but no. they're on the rankings, I think it's, uh, they're paid quite nicely yeah. based on the rankings. Nice. So, I mean, maybe they're getting a, a basic fee there, but it's yeah. also given the coverage and the amount of coverage that the average triathlete gets. Yeah. It would just be good to see how the model works through time. There was a lot of talk yeah. about that on the main attack group about, yeah. you know, what is this model? What is it all about? And we were all speculating. For sure. That. I think there's definitely, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it proceeds. I, I um, I wonder whether do you need it every single year, for example. You know, um, it's skewed towards long course athletes in the, in the points mm. nomination yeah. when actually the races are shorter race. So I wonder whether it would have been better to have sort of uh, reward or yeah rewarded the shorter races or the middle distance races more heavily. Yeah. Um, and also, I would have liked to seen like a more interesting course. It was a pretty. Like Easy, Almira. straight out and back. Like Almira, for example. So, no. fastest woman of the day. Taylor Nib. Yeah. So, young American, never done this distance. But Oh, no, sorry. She did uh, 70.3 Boulder a few weeks ago. Okay. But she's a, an Olympic athlete. She'd been at the Olympics. She'd done the mixed relay as well. So, known for the really short stuff. She was the only one racing on her road bike because ah, she doesn't have a tri bike or a me. TT bike. <laughs> and she put four minutes into, no, six minutes into the women on the bike so there you are for those i was having this chat with magdalena last night you know and i've had the chat with you at the weekend like do you need a tri bike or can you have a road bike with the right equipment that 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 might be the answer to our question if you're an olympic athlete (laughs) (laughs) what you said like look at me (laughs) look at the last 73.3 world championship was also also one on a road bike exactly yeah but this was a flat fast course so you'd expect this kind of course to really benefit so I can't wait to see what happens if someone gets her on a, a gets her on a tri bike and yeah. gets her dialed into that because she didn't even have an aggressive position. She was it w- it wasn't even uh, tri bars how like club members would have on their bike. It was the the tiny little clip ons that are legal in the ITU racing yeah. which don't come out too far. Ah, uh, yeah, but these are getting more popular now though, are they not? I, I'm sure I read somewhere that people are quite liking the flexibility of them or some. Bollocks, I guess you could I, probably I put them onto a road bike if you just wanted yeah. to change a position, but yeah. normally you would put something a little bit longer to yeah. get that sort of stretch on there. But it worked for her. So it worked for her. And, and then she had the fastest overall time of the women by three minutes wow. above Lucy Charles. Nice. And she she competed against um, um, Danielle Reef. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought Danielle Reef will, will win that one. This is the German one that wins Kona every... Swiss. Uh, yeah, Swiss, Swiss yeah. uh, won, won, won like last three or four years. Or yeah, she hasn't yeah. won the last one, but yeah, she won it like four times, four or five times. Did she not? Um, yeah, I maybe got mixed up then with someone else. I thought she she won the last. It doesn't matter. Hanborg <laughs> won the last one. Right. Yeah. 
And uh, on the men's side, so the, the Europe dominated overall, I think it's fair yeah, to yeah. say. But on the men's side, uh, Jan Fredino and, and Gustav Eden had the fastest splits. They were a couple of seconds away from each other. So I think uh, had they been racing, that would have been fun to see. Because uh, I think <laughs> oh, Gustav of course they'll looked, be in the same team now. Right? They're the same so, team, yeah. yeah. So Gustav looked pretty pretty easy. He's a he's an impressive guy as well. Definitely. Yeah. But um, I think all of this, given that Kona's off, sort of bodes well for the 70.3 Worlds because I think that's going to have a stacked field now because everyone that was going to hold on to Kona. To Kona given Where that is it, that? Is that? It's not New Zealand still. It's uh, St. George. George, yeah, Utah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, in another, what, a month's time, basically, right? So yeah. um, I think, yeah, given that, Kona's not till February, if it happens at all. This yeah. could be the only world championship yeah. that long course races have this year. Okay. Could be a really stacked One to field. watch. Yeah, One to watch. There was, a, there was a WhatsApp group specific to the Collins Cup, um, and that worked out well. I think you were one yeah, to Yeah, it's something we were experimenting with as well. I think we'll try to do for a few extra races, sort of uh, a little bit of like race chat, for, so we're not sort of... <laughs> Flooding the main group, but definitely. I'm a member of quite a few of those. Uh, yeah, group, the Vuelta yeah. group. Does it self destruct? Is someone going to actually delete it at the end? Maybe. That's what you need. Someone that just says, right, enough is enough. Or maybe it's there for next year. <laughs> exactly. You end up with all these groups. No, that's good. Um, TDM, Tour de France has finished. So uh, Bogachar won that again pretty comfortably. A few of the big players got taken out early on. Um, kind I'd say I'm of not convinced that of a weak event this time around. Yeah, in what sense? Inevitable. Like, I, I, I feel like the race, like after the first week when you had like Cavendish and Van der Poel and you had the, all the big stories were that first week. I oh, thought. yeah, right. Okay. And then yeah. the next two weeks was a, basically a long procession into Yeah, that was hard to beat the first week was amazing. Yeah. One of the best week of racing. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel it's almost too good because yeah. everything after that. Every it, single day was Everyone special. was blown apart. Everyone's yeah. legs had fallen off almost literally. In I'm some not cases. sure the outcome would have been much different, to be honest. Uh, Pogacar is just phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still think if he'd had a fit rogue glitch in there, then it would yeah. have been. Uh, well, as I said earlier, I, w- I want to see him win, but um, Pogacar is so strong and so young. And the Vuelta is wrapping up this week. Um, that's right, Sunday. Yep. One week, one week to go, yeah. Yeah. And um, Roglic is still leading that, or I've not watched it for a couple of days. He's, he's third at the moment. Yeah. Is he? With a time trial to come. So ah, he's been okay, playing, okay. Yeah. So he's pretty But the, the first two are. A first and second because of breakaway, so it's, they're not oh, okay. they're not contender for the yeah. for the overall. I although, think uh, he'll be a third race in a row. Yeah, uh, but third it could, falter in a row. It could be. I mean, I'd be shit myself if I was him, given that it's a time trial, because <laughs> he thought he had the yeah. time trial wrapped up a year ago. That was a that was a different. And yeah, you, you already felt twice in this race in the Vuelta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. Um, okay, so in the club, we've had people racing. We had Maastricht uh, half Ironman, which was downgraded from a swim bike run to a run bike run much to many people's dismay because the water was flowing too fast or something well yeah. unfortunately we had a lot of flooding didn't we was and, that actually yeah but was it due to the flooding though i think was, it was the weight oh, of the water ah. or, or the i don't know what what <laughs> i thought it was the wind. Any, any i thought it was just geography experts like there's no yeah. right. what's it yeah. called there was too much water right so okay, it makes okay. it flow a lot faster yeah, and that, that, uh, it. that brought up a lot of dirt and sediment as well right so uh yeah but they only sort of knew this do you think they knew this before and they would just want everyone to turn up or do you i think they gave it time ah, um, that's one way of putting it you seem a politician 
Uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't. Some uh, say that, I'm some not. don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, like a lot of people were very looking forward to, to swimming. So, um, but I mean, we, we had a lot of people doing that. So we, uh, I'm going to start naming people, but I'll forget some. We had uh, Lorna, Magdalena, we had Morris, we had... Yap. Yap. Raced, yeah. Um, who else? We did a 129 half marathon at the end, which is uh, oh, wow. impressive. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. And it was horrible rain for a lot of people. Um, I think Morris just missed it. Lorna got caught in it. Um, but it seems to be a nice event, all, all said and done. Yeah. Just uh, weather not so great. Um, myself, Brian and Mai, we done Talon in Estonia, half, uh, half Ironman. That was really good. Um, oh, how did you race? I was happy with my result. For me, I got a PB. Um, Congrats. Thank you. I took 17 minutes off my time, so that's good for me. That's pretty good. Um, and got under six hours, which again for me is good. <laughs> so I was happy with that. I wasn't quite expecting that. So, do you uh, recommend the race for next year? Anyone thinking about a 70.3? Brian is. He wants to do the exact same race so yeah, he that- got all four medals. <laughs> Apparently they all join up like a jigsaw. So if anyone's got a spare jigsaw, can you send it Brian's race so that Lorna doesn't have to go to town again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would recommend it. I mean, not that I'm a, a seasoned professional when it comes to half Ironmans, but I've done a few now and um, it's very good. It's not very hilly, but it has enough little climbs. Uh, that we were talking about a little rolling here and there yeah a little rolling which does give a bit of variation which is nice um the organization was great people are super friendly the the run is quite nice right through the city and many spectator points you know people can come and watch um and the swim was was okay a bit choppy nothing too bad um well organized like i, I couldn't fault it actually yeah. it was really nice. good and obviously town's a very nice place uh, i've been there before but it's super yeah i love cute. the city yeah yeah very yeah. cute very small it's a nice kind of weekend break type of place exactly well, sort of if yeah. you, yeah. you yeah, want to take the partner for yeah Magda weekend came to with do some me. racing and then uh, exactly some nice food and wander around town exactly definitely recommend it and you can hire the little scooters which is great for kicking about on which was a tip you gave me which worked really well so yeah it went good um, we had a few others at the weekend as well. Dowsburg, we had Roderick and Eileen. They both done Dowsburg. Roderick done an amazing Post time. Race I think. the house down. Both yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Eileen um, yeah. finished fourth in her age group. Well, yeah, that, that Nina got in the way. That God bitch. Damn Nina. Yeah. She's definitely doping. We know you should have got this, Eileen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> Sorry, Nina. <laughs> and uh, Roderick as well. Um, I, I, I should have got Almost his time. Almost 40k an hour really, bike split. Yeah, those, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, swim and bike were amazing. Yeah. I mean, ten faster. One forty run was a, still a, a solid run, but yeah. Um, yeah. He was, yeah, I think he was a little disappointed. He fell, fell down, sort of uh, the order, the pecking order, but uh, yeah. impressive. That's I think. Great. So well done on that. Um, and, uh, so they were high up in their respective age groups. Uh, Medi done a full in Hamburg, same time. Got uh, an hour off his uh, PB. Impressive I think. as well. Yeah, yeah really good. Like just, very good marathon. Just, very ten, ten and a really, half. Really nicely, and a bit of change. nicely paced Ironman. Yeah. Really like textbook. Yeah. So, Perfect, uh, so well done, Medi. What was the weather like in uh, Hamburg? Does anyone know? I think it rained. Was yeah. it? He sent photos before of the bike with the and the cover. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah no, that's quite wet. true. Yeah, yeah eighteen yeah. degrees or something. So oh, that's 16, horrible. 18, but I, eighteen degrees is fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not so. You forget about it after a while. I mean, it's not like you wouldn't choose it for the bike, right? It's worth for supporters yeah, for racing. I think exactly. I don't, I don't mind a bit of rain. I don't yeah. mind, uh, Especially on the run. It's quite nice. I know. It's yeah. like cools you down. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I'll keep that in mind. I haven't done a show, so. <laughs> As um, Roderick apparently told me that every time you race, it's raining. So, <laughs> so whatever he said on the race, yeah. <laughs> rain you, and Roderick. You could take the boy out the Netherlands. But <laughs> <laughs> That's it, he's taking it with him. Uh, Try Amsterdam has unfortunately just been cancelled, but not because of COVID per se, but because of the impact of COVID that now everyone is ramming their races into the end of the season. And apparently those pesky rowers want to row their boats and they're rowing... Uh, Ban the the boss is it, is that the boss ban that they no, do it's, that? Uh, it's in the in the Amstel yeah oh it's oh it's oh it's that one of course anyway so Ooh. there's some rowing event on which means we can't swim so it's they a can't big swim. river surely we can uh, yeah I, I think and it takes more an hour to get people to sort of swim so you know, it's I think there's timing. there must be some politics we could just act so. as safety boats while they're out there as well so sort of two birds one stone yeah, exactly <laughs> race yeah. your boat look out for drowning <laughs> swimmers oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my only race of the year. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I like this one. You know, it's a local race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the one that's usually. Yeah, I've done that. Actually. That's one that's usually in June, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's June. right. End of June. Ah, okay. Um, so all we've got left now is Almira and the Boss Band, which I was getting mixed up with. And these, uh, I know the Boss Band is end of September. I'm not sure about Almira. Almira's in two weeks. Yeah, twelfth right. so, September, I think. Yeah, we're we're is that a half? It's ITU. Well, there's also full. It's the oh. ITU World Championship, the long distance world championship. Oh, okay. So that's still that's not been cancelled. So no. uh, not been cancelled. It's a full weekend or, or even like a week long yeah, yeah. sort of there's uh, duathlon, very there's, there's all yeah. type of events, yeah. Nice. The only thing is it's in Almira, but we won't go there. Um And but, uh, uh yeah, but like if you've not entered yet, I think there's still entry for the boss barn, so it's gonna be the last race you're gonna get to do for yeah, a I long need time to do probably. That, I think I'm gonna do so, that. So uh get yeah. entered and uh yeah. We had the barbecue in Erasmus Park last weekend. That was really good. Nice food, nice cooks, nice company. So thanks whoever organized it and cooked the burgers, they were nice. Yeah, very pleasant. Yeah, that was good fun. And nice uh, to actually see some uh, some faces after after lockdown. And, yeah, of uh, course. And as usual, I don't event. recognize anyone. <laughs> but it was uh, it was terrible weather. And actually, when you got there and we were under trees, I didn't even notice if it was no, raining yeah, it or was not. Fine. So it worked quite, out perfectly. Quite pleasant. And I think, uh, yeah, we're very focused on trying to get a few more social events happening, knowing that right. we've we <laughs> lost the last year and a half yeah. or whatever it might be. But now that they're allowed and now that they're permitted, we're definitely going to do something around um, around the Boss Barn race. Yeah, um, so that's it. There's going to be a nice. barbecue there? Yeah, if, if it's not been sort of 100% decided yet. Yeah. And maybe by the time people are listening to this, it will be and there'll be yeah. information out. But it was either sort of a barbecue or a picnic or if the weather's not going to be great, maybe we find a terrace somewhere or, or you know, sort of... Um, Try and get a get together before the season ends or as the season ends. That'd be nice. We used to do that. It used to always uh, be the boss bam is where you would have a barbecue at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. It was the last one. Um, the outdoor pool swim season, shall we call it, has now ended. I've noticed that. You can't book a place outdoor anymore. Um, is even Miranda bad or are they? I'm going to bed, still open. Are they hedging yeah, know, their bets? But we, the, the spot that we had at Mukato ah, right. has now finished yeah, the outdoor. But the indoor pool is, uh, the swim sessions on Tuesday night, seven o'clock, are starting again from the beginning of October. Right. Um, I think we'll have more information on how to sign up for that and the cost. Um, but for those that haven't been before, it's a one-hour session. We're the only users of the pool. We'll limit the number of uh, people in each lane as well. So it's a, a solid swim session. There'll be someone poolside telling you what to do so that everyone's doing nice. the same session. Nice. 
Uh, you won't have any grandmas doing breaststroke, uh, kicking you. Hey, you've not seen me swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Neil. Um, <laughs> and we still have the track run sessions, which have been really popular. Track run, run coaches are more taking more, them. Yeah, popular. Yeah. We've got three coaches now. So nice. uh, as well, it's not just me every time. Yep. So uh, Valeria and Luis, who are obviously both uh, also yeah, run coaches, specifically run coaches. Um, so I have like a wealth of knowledge between them. They're running some of the sessions there as well. So there's a run coach at every session. Nice. We've heard a few people saying, like, oh, well, like, like, am I good enough to come to this? The benefit of a track is you, you're never going to get lost. <laughs> well. It goes round and round. <laughs> uh, or if you do that, <laughs> yeah. No one yeah, shouldn't be running. Yeah. Um, everyone, like the session set, so the sort of the warm up and all the drills is easy. You know, you can stay together. There's no pace really involved there. And for the main set, well, the, the coaches all sort of, set the agenda, but everyone kind of finds their own pace and then maybe there's someone you can run with, or maybe you're out there on your own. Uh, but, but you know, you, we'll see each other out on the track and there's a lot of support for each other during the hard sets, but really there's, you, you know, if you can run, then you can run at the track session yeah. and it's a great way to sort of push yourself and, and start to improve that pace. Yeah. So even well. if so you're new, you can turn up, turn but up do sure. bring some running shoes. That's probably the only prerequisite. Right? I mean, you know, oh, well, yeah, yeah, you probably won't do that. That wouldn't yeah. be fair. Unless it's uh, Thursday nights. <laughs> <laughs> park run Amsterdam. We have a park run um, and it started back up again. Um, yeah, where so is it? Vondel Park? No, it's... Uh, Amsterdam Sports. Amsterdam Sports, yeah. Has that always been there, that one? Yeah, well, it's, it's, a long, thing. it's quite a new thing. It's right. a new thing. So it was, it was due to launch quite a while ago, just as sort of COVID hit and everything right. got, got knocked back. Yeah. But I think, is it Sunday mornings? Park plan. runs are usually Saturday, Sunday Saturday Sundays, yeah, yeah. So park run for anyone that doesn't know, I'm assuming it's the same organisation. Yes. Yeah, it's basically anyone turns up at a certain time, kids, you know, everyone and runs five k, and uh, yeah. you can it's time a yourself. 5K. You timed five k, and it's free or next yeah. to nothing. To and enter. there'll be volunteers there yeah. who, who sort of log your time. And, yeah, and they're stuff. really good. I've done a few yeah. of them in Scotland actually. Great as a training um, event if you're yeah. looking at sort of uh, you know pushing yourself. What you like yeah. maybe what every month or yeah. You want to do a timed event if you're into kind of longer running yeah. or if you're They're just really sort of good. building it up, then you and just turn up every week and do it, make sure you're getting your 5K in. And they have quite some a people nice walk atmosphere it, Some people well. take the dog for a walk, you know, during it. Everyone sort of, you yeah. know, some, some people have strollers out the back and, and sort of walk their 5K and then nice. other people are going to drop like a 13-minute, you know, sort of <laughs> PR kind of thing. So yeah. it really is for everyone. I think yeah, it's good a great fun. event. They're good fun. We're going to... Uh, I think uh, Jo, well, she's involved in a lot of the organization there, but uh, right. we reached out to her to say that we want to, as a club, we'll sort of volunteer a couple of times each year. Yeah, we'll, it'd be nice to do that. We'll sort of uh, man the various stations for that event um, cool. all together. So we'll also communicate about that. Yeah. So that's us in terms of trying news. There's been a lot there. As I say, we took some time off and everything happened when we were off. So... There we are. Um, actually, one thing that is really pressing, I think, is that last weekend, Matt, you spotted people with their tricycles on. Tell us about this. Last weekend was not a warm weekend. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't it great. Was terrible weather. shit, yeah. And yet, over the course of two days, I spotted three guys and two. Uh, let me say this as well. <laughs> Just because you're a female triathlete, this doesn't make the tri suit okay. It's worse on men, I'll admit it. But come on. They were training. They weren't racing. They were, they were training. definitely training. Uh, yeah. See, I, I, there's a bit of dilemma here, right? So for anyone that doesn't know Matt, and I do agree with him, you should not be wearing your tri suit unless you're racing. But here, here is a dilemma, right? 
I've never worn mine training. I never intend to. But I did wear uh, the new attack tri suit for my half in Estonia for the first time. And I hadn't tested that. I hadn't tried that. But, you know, the zip thing was scratching my... Yeah. Uh, and I, I would have known that if I had tested it. Did, but I didn't because I couldn't because it was the, illegal. There's a rule that you should never do anything new during the race. And that so, was, that so was the thing. When, you know, when are you supposed to try? Yeah, yeah when do you home try? Home trainer. Uh, yeah, but you're not running on the home trainer. Pull a t-shirt over the top. Yeah, I could. Have, yeah, but you would know. You seem to have the seventh sense no, for no, triceps. No. I don't mind if it's hidden. <laughs> I don't mind a hidden tricep. It's just when everything's there, when the arm hair is flapping away behind you. And, well, we're getting a long sleeve uh, ones. So it's all good. <laughs> and all this. So that, my point is always that, like, if you go to a gym, the wrestlers don't turn up in their wrestling outfit, right? So <laughs> well, some of the people I've seen. <laughs> no, nah, but it's. Yeah, they shouldn't wear them. And I still would not test a new one, even although I had that experience. It left a little... Uh, it wasn't just even chafing. Does anyone work? Or, does anyone, you know, just, uh, <laughs> that would imply that I do work. <laughs> I had the same with the attack one. Yeah, it's the yeah. new one, the, yeah. the newish one. Yeah, it's just on, like... On, on, on the zipper. And, and yeah, and when yeah. you feel it, you're like, you can't sort of feel that there is anything that would do it, but right. it, it bloody does. I've had it, it like from it, other suits before. I don't yeah, get this, but I've only ever painful. worn the attack one for short. I places, used uh, so. Magda was at the side when I was doing the run, and I stopped and got her uh, like lip balm and just right. put lip balm on my skin to to stop it, and it worked for a, like a little bit of time, but not forever. It's it really painful. Anyway, but I still, I still, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Did you take out. the tag off? Well, I was hoping I could give it back. I'm only doing one try. <laughs> Means there'll need to be someone with Neil from Scott. It's got my name on it and a big font, but it might be smaller if yeah. they wear it. Right, let's actually go on to, to, to Chris here. Let's hear about um, about your event because that's actually what we were here to discuss, but we've spent a lot of time talking about the, everything, the, else. everything else. And and you're the main event here, Chris. So tell us about, so so you entered this race, which is known as the uh, Triathlon Alpe d'Huez, right? Mm -hmm. tell, us, tell us what it is. Tell us how it differs from a normal triathlon. It's a mixed distance race. It's a 2K swim, 120K bike ride and a 20k run so till then i think it's pretty standard towards well, the distance or not and it's swim bike run it's in that oh exactly. it's the same as a triathlon the, what's the difference is where it took place it took place in <laughs> in the french clue. alps yeah in the in a yeah in the french alps um in the alpe d'huez so the you finish the bike on top of the alpe d'huez which is wow. at 2000 meter altitude and then you need to run the 20k at 2000 meters before that, you need to do 120K uh, through the mountains. There's three, uh, three climbs. The total is over 3,000 meters of climbing. Nasty. The Alpe d'Huez by itself is, is, a, is, is about 1,000 meters. So it takes about an hour yeah. just for the last climb. And there's two climbs, or actually three climbs before that. So yeah, it's 120K, 3,000 uh, meters of climbing, um, which makes it quite hard <laughs> that's that's the hardest part obviously when you finished I, I think you said you put a photo in the group and i think you said by far the hardest event you'd ever done and we now know you've done five ironman you've done many other events yeah that, that's funny what made you uh, enter this the I f i'm not sure i would say the same now as i do it the the, the bike was definitely the hardest thing I'd, i mean i'm not i'm not a climber i mean i'm 80 kilos i'm i'm anything but but a climber on a bike that was definitely not. I'm living the Netherlands. Was that? I'm living the Netherlands. <laughs> and I'm living the Netherlands, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a clue. You know, the, the only training I had is uh, up the Swift so on a virtual climb. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously the, the biking part was tough. It took 
it took me longer to do the 120K than it would take me to do a 180K Ironman. Right. Uh, on the flat, obviously. It took, so, well, it took about six hours. You Just are talking 3,000 meters of total ascent, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and then after that, you still need to do the run at 2,000 meters. It's only a 20K run. And that, I think, looking back on it, I think, if it would have been a marathon, if it would have been a longer run, I think it would definitely be the hardest race out there. But the fact it's only 20K, I mean, obviously when you run it, it, it hurts. But yeah, I was surprised the next day, actually, yeah. because, you know, after Ironman, you're in pain. But it's yeah. mainly because of the marathon. Yeah. I didn't have that the next day. I was actually fine the next day. I went for, for a hike in, in the mountain. I was okay. So you so, could have went faster. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. But it's, it's a sort of the repetitive sort of... Uh, that footfall over the second half of a marathon exactly. in the Ironman, which is, it's not necessarily like, you, it's not muscularly damaging in terms of you pushing hard. It's just that constant mm. repetitive. And, and, and the other thing, because the, so the half marathon was not flat either. It was, it was, a, you know, it was like 300 meters of climbing. In, which is in quite a lot for a run. It is, yeah. So, and I actually ended up walking the, the hills, yeah. like most people. So it was a very slow run. So the impact on the body is actually much lower than it would have been. Yeah. And the, if, I, if I was running an Ironman for time, I yeah. would definitely push harder. So it's harder as you do it, especially because of the, of the bike. But the recovery actually was quite fast. I was actually pretty surprised how fast I recovered from it. Right. But I was, as I was doing it, I mean, I, was, I started climbing the Alpedo. I just said, what am I doing here? Yeah. Well, I knew the climb. I've done it quite a few times. I knew there's still about an hour, what, an hour when I do it on fresh legs. Uh. <laughs> you know, an hour and seven minutes was my fastest time ever. It's not very fast. And I knew that I still had to do that on the legs at, you know, at the time. What that. made you enter? Like, what made you want to do this? Well, two things. First, first of all, I went on holidays over there like a couple of years ago and happened to be during race week. It's, it's an entire week. There's different events, different formats. And, you know, like I was in the campsite and they were cycling in front saying, what, what is that race? You know, yeah. I want to know more about that. That's cool. You got formal. Oh, and, you know, I, I got totally, okay, I need to do this race one day. That was definitely on the list. The other thing is that I've done five Ironman in six years now. I've achieved my, you know, my goal of running, of doing it under 10 hours. I've done that twice. And there's not that much I can hope on this distance. It's not like I'm going to qualify for Kona. I'm about an hour away from Kona's lot mm -hmm. on image group. Like it's, you know, it doesn't matter how hard I train. I'm never going to do a nine hour Ironman. That's not, that's so not. You have to wait till you get older, I guess, and fall into yeah. the other day. So, it's you know, something, uh, I, could, I, could, I spoke to Roderick about his 70.3 this weekend and he's like, sort of brought up the same point, like how, how long do I chase marginal gains yeah, for? Exactly. How, how long is it okay or how, how satisfied or maybe it is, but chopping off 30 seconds or a minute here exactly. and there, like for some people that's going to be enough and that is great. But for some people, maybe you kind of like, well, do I do all this to exactly put another minute in, 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 in my best? Here's so. a story for you. I never mentioned that too. When I was watching, I went out on the Saturday in Talon to watch the, the full Ironman. The weather was horrific and I felt the best, the least I can do for these people is watch them race. Clap. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I went out and there's this old guy and he looked like he was dying like on the course, right? He, he looked, he was wearing like old school. I mean, I can't even describe what he was wearing, right? It was not like he'd, it wasn't even like he'd went to decathlon and kicked himself out. Like he was wearing like trousers and going really slow and he looked quite old. And He was definitely racing there. He had a bib okay. number. Um, okay. And I, 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 no one was really cheering him on. I was like, this is something really bizarre going on here. Um, I think it was more to do with the location. But anyway, 
I uh, I put his bib number into the into the app and I found out and he was racing in the age it was seventy nine I think no way yeah seventy nine doing a full he'd done the the swim took him like two hours I think he had done only one lap I think of the bike and then decided fuck it I'm just going to do the run anyway <laughs> so me and Brian started googling this guy's name right eighty six Ironman he's done he's done fourteen Konas. He's no way! Done, yeah, no way. I could. I'll find them for you, and you can Google them. And then there's this. There's well, this. That's, yeah, that's but amazing. There some if you have people, something to hope for. Yeah, oh. and there, there are some people though that are sort of almost completists, right? Or they just want to do an Ironman each year or something. Yeah, and like every everyone's wired differently. Oh, it was and everyone has their thing that brings them yeah. joy or brings them a challenge. And for yeah. some people, it's just like I don't. know, As I get older, just to be able to keep doing this, he, you could tell. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was just amazed. I was just amazed that this old boy was doing it. And then when I started yeah. researching, I was just, I was speechless. He, he, there's a, there's an article on him where he, fit, he had an accident at Kona and he just dislocated his shoulder or whatever, and then. Um, he was in shock. They calmed him down, whatever. He, he finished it. <laughs> He'd done the run with a broken shoulder, nice. like all strapped up. And they're like, you can walk it. You've got enough time to walk the, the run. And he'd done it. I mean, I'll, I'll give you his name. I, I, I'll try so and find people it. People have different motivation. Yeah, I fun. find this so fascinating because like when you first start triathlon or any sport, I guess, but, but that's what we're talking about. <laughs> like the motivation sort of is in that learning curve, right? And you do tend to pretty much get faster as you go. And that's sort of self-fulfilling as well because it, it refeeds the beast and yeah. you, like the motivation comes from exactly. that. And then you reach a point, like you say, where I'm like, so I'm similar to you that I don't think I can make Kona. I only have got that kind of, yeah. I'd have to find another, like even if I cherry pick a race, 30 minutes. And I've also, so it's not like I've just in. turned up to, to do the times that I'm doing. I've trained really hard to get It's to such get a big that. commitment. Yeah. And, so there's where, so many unknowns. You don't know about the weather. It could be exactly. a terrible day. You could have a puncture. And so you commit another year. At, to at that point, like, am I happy with another PR? Like, great. You know, that, that might, maybe I am. I don't know. I need to make that decision for myself. Yeah, that, that's but it exactly is harder was, yeah. once you've kind of plateaued. Yeah, really, that's, that, that's exactly what I was. I mean, you know, I've done twice, like 954, 957. You know, what's next? You know, 950. And do you feel and then what? Like, you know? even if you go like 948, like, exactly. are you a radically exactly. different athlete? Or, you know, and like, as we said at the same time, it's a massive commitment. I mean, yeah. if you do an Ironman, you know, we're not pros, we have to work on the sides. It's one race a year. You can't do too many things. And there's so many other things I want to do, like yeah. like the Alpedrest Triathlon, yeah. like, like Xterra. Like, there's so many other things I want to do. And I say, well, you know what? In the next few years, I'm going to focus on doing something. Else. I'll probably come back to to Ironman. Uh, I'm sure. I'm you know when I saw Medi uh, racing this weekend, I, was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to do that again. Yeah. I want to do it again. But yeah. at the moment, I think I don't want to be chasing this time. And if I, and I'm still a bit too competitive. I'm not fast. But I'm very competitive. If I do it again, I want to be faster yeah. than I was last time. And so, it's a big commitment. Yeah. Rich, I'm just going to mention this for anyone that wants to Google this guy. Fascinating story. Richard Wienbrandt is his name. He's American. Um, Wien is like in a German spelling. I think W E I N. B-R-A-N-D-T. Amazing. Vienna like, Fire. Uh, what's that? Vienna Fire. Don't get it. That's what it means. Oh, is it? Oh, fire. Yeah, of course. In Dutch. Yeah. So, Wienbrand, Richard Wienbrand. Um, he's, it's not showing his finish time now because he obviously never done the full race, but I mean, just amazing. Anyway, sorry. But he done so, Chris, break it down. Like the swim, is a, it's like a reservoir or something? So, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just next to uh, one of those... Uh, uh, power plant, electricity power plant. So there's a big dam. It's op only open for swimming once a year for, for that race. And is it cold? Well, that's the thing. So before race, I mean, it could be cold. 
they were talking about 15 degrees. Okay. But on race day, it was 18. People were cheering. Nice. Honestly, when they announced 18 degrees, people started cheering. It was very comfortable. When I, I mean, 18 is fine. I mean, it's a great temperature for racing. Yeah. yeah. To jump in the water, I thought it was very comfortable. It's not a fast swim. It, well, it's beautiful. You're swimming. We have the mountain in, you know. Yeah. You, you have the view on the mountain. Turn to swim. breathe. And you see the, yeah. So it's not a very fast swim, but, uh, you know, it's a two, 1K out and 200 meters and then 1K back. It was very busy. It's a mass start, which I haven't done in, in ages because yeah. I remember don't do those anymore. It's stressful. Yeah. I remember how stressful it is. And, and yeah, it, I, I, I wasn't, them. I wasn't used to that. <laughs> and I think what, I went, yeah, so, okay when you're uh, fast, yeah, fast I, swimmer, I decided man. to go to the front, not the first line, but the second line. Cause I know I'm not a good swimmer, but I'm not a faster swimmer than most, most people. people especially, overestimate their pace as well in these things. Right. So and most triathletes actually, yeah. or especially in this type of races in, in those are races for cyclists and yeah. most people and not very good swimmers. Yeah. Well, look, worse swimmers than I am. I'm not saying I'm a good swimmer. So I decided to start still toward the front, but it's, uh, the start is stressful. You get pushed, <laughs> you get kicked, you get, yeah. oh, only, and All still at the stuff. 1K mark when you had to turn the, at the boy, like everybody comes to get at the boy. It's, uh, <laughs> but, you and know. then, so onto the bike, and you said it like there's three calls before you hit. Four. Oh, three before, three before, before the upper So yeah. how, how are you kind of approaching it in terms of pacing? Like, how are you breaking it up in your mind? How are you? I assume you had the plan going into it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And oh, was yeah, it kind yeah, of yeah. similar to an Ironman plan or were you kind of thinking, well, I need to take more on before the hill? Like how, how what was the, yeah, what was the approach going in? Well, so the difference in, in Ironman, if you, if you race a flat Ironman, you know, you, you're going to race on constant power. Like you do like 220 watts for whatever it takes, yeah. like five hours. That's the difference here. You need, you, I didn't know what to expect so much, to be honest. I gave myself some type of target on the climb, not to go in the red. Yeah, so put in like a max. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I was like 240, 250 watts trying. I didn't really know, as I said, it, it was a bit difficult, especially at the beginning. There's so many people you get, it's so easy to say, oh, okay, I'm feeling so great, you know. And get carried away yeah. and some and guys fly I, I got past so much in the we beginning of the, of the yeah. bike because as I said, I swam faster than most, but I'm, you know, there's a lot of guys that, that caught me on, on the, there's a lot of guys who caught me on the, on the bike, especially on the first few climbs. And I was getting passed by those guys already powering, you know, already yeah. standing on the pedals and say, okay, now calm down, stay. I'm going to see those guys later yeah. or not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But, but if you don't, you never would. You know what I mean? Uh, they, they're, exactly. If they're going that fast and they maintain that exactly. speed, like then all good power for them. to them. Good yeah. for them, yeah. Here, here's what I can understand. Maybe you can answer it. There's got to be an obvious thing here. When I was out on my half and I was on the bike, there was a lot of people going past me like, very professional, obviously a lot of power, um, really professional looking bikes. And I was like, I don't get it because I'm thinking and quite, you know, got the build for triathlon. I'm like, there is no way I beat them out the swim. What's happened there? What, what have was I, it a wave start? Yeah, but it was, but it was tend to be the faster got to go first and the slower went at the end. So I would put, put myself in, I would actually put myself in the right, in the right category and I'm not a fast swimmer. So I can't figure it out. I'm like, there's no way. I, I, there's got to be something you, I don't you, know. You never know. That's, well, yeah, it's the well, only, like, it's people only, come from a cycling background. It's like, the only yeah. explanation I could come up with that they're just it, not swimmers, but I couldn't believe it. In, it's, it's, it's swimming true. is a sport that you never know. You, you can never guess how fast people are. Yeah. But uh, I didn't do a particularly fast time. That was the thing. I, I don't know. It was, it was interesting because I was, Oh, okay, but I, I did that to uh, notice that I was I was past 
by usually I do okay in the bike and then get passed by a lot more people in the run, but I got passed by less runners this time, so that was nice. progress. <laughs> but no, yeah, anyway, I, I got I got passed a lot on the climb. So the yeah. first climb was quite long. It was it was a 15k, so it's, it took about an hour as well to go yeah. there. But you know, I was quite happy. I stayed in my uh, my power zone. Was it hot that day? Well, yes. Actually, it was over 30 in the last climb. Wow. The first climb was fine. It was still early in the morning and it was in the, in the shade. The Alpedress climb is is not protected. So, no. you, you you know, it doesn't matter the, the element. We're lucky the day after we had a hailstorm on the Ooh. on the, on the the medium uh, distance format. So you, there's three climbs. Do you go any descents or is it just well, sort of up yeah, and up that, and That's up? the other thing. So I say I'm not a climber. I'm, a, I'm even worse descender. Right. I am not. I mean, for those of you who have been with me to, to, to Mallorca, to the training camp, you remember that uh, I'm pretty poor descender. Right. I remember some. I think crazy that's relative. Yeah, I think you're. Well, like if I compare myself to Anna, than... yes, because she was a, she's a crazy. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. No one's keeping up with that. Yeah, they were. But I, you know, I had a crash like a few years ago, like in Mallorca as well. Uh, yeah, in Mallorca. And since then, you know, I just I don't take the risk. I don't. Yes, I don't. Yes, confidence. It's, it's, and the but race was on open once road. Once you have kids. It, yeah. Also, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It, it was on open road as well, so there there were cars coming up. Yeah. Ah, the other way. Yeah. And so the, the like in Ironman kind of thing, are there regular aid stations as well? Yeah. Were you able to? Yeah, it was actually very well done. It's very well organized. I mean, it's a race that's been going on for yeah. 15 years, I think. They have a lot of experience. Very good race. A um, lot of a station. Enough. At the top of every climb, you had, you had the next station. That's good. Uh, so for that, it was very good. I ended up riding, you know, uh, as you go, you end up riding in a group with people. There's no drafting, a lot obviously, but in the mountain, it doesn't really matter. I mean, so you, you still, you still like end up- 8K an hour. Up no, exactly. So, I mean, there were, there were a lot of commissars, but to be honest, yeah, there, there was nothing to do. I mean, you, you've been somebody, all you're trying is you know, to climb the mountains, you know? Yeah. The last you thing you be, want to think, oh, I need to keep my 10 meter with a guy in front. No, I mean- it, Yeah, that's- Also, really 10 meter in the mountains is probably like, you know, like there's, 20 seconds there's compared no, to, you know, like three seconds. There's no advantage of drafting. So they were very lenient. And I oh, really appreciate that. Cause you see sometimes Marinman that, they are so, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I mean think in Ironman as well, especially when you're not at the pointy end of the field, you're like, why does it really matter here? Exactly. Like, let's just sort of uh, think at what's at stake here. I told you, you know, like for pro racing or even for yeah. people who've like put, you know, invested that time to get to like a Kona qualifying level, yeah. like you want it to be as honest as possible. Although I don't think most of them are half the time. Mm. And that's even <laughs> exciting. But, um, yeah, it's good to hear. I think yeah. just a, like common sense officiating. No, right, exactly. Essentially, yeah. I mean, you see sometimes on Ironman races that like, you have no choice. I mean, a race in I think it was in Barcelona. And there was, I mean, the the, the there, there was three thousand people, and and the course is only is only like this was thirty k out and thirty k yeah. back. So it's actually not that long when you think of it. And there was no way around it, especially at the beginning of the race. They were packed. You couldn't do anything else. If you want to play by the rule, you have to slow down. But you don't want to slow down, you know, you want to yeah, keep your power. You your and if, time, if, yeah. if you're trying to keep on, to, you want to be fair, but you also want to, you know, to, to keep to your schema. Yeah, to yourself it's justice impossible. as well. It's impossible. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I get, I get very frustrated in the last few men I've done is too many people for, yeah. the, for, the, yeah. for the road. So that was different there, definitely. Nice. Um, less competitors, but also much more spread. Uh, it was a must start, so, you know, we could have had a lot of people on the road at the same time. But in the mountain, I think there's so much difference between the people, the fastest and the... How was the, the transition from the bike to the to the run? Because that's at the top of the Alpe right? That's, so, that's yeah. an amazing one. I, th I think <laughs> I sent a picture to the to the group. It's a that's the best tea to have ever seen. Like it's uh, yeah. it's amazing. How are the legs feeling by that point? <laughs> well, actually, I was okay. Um, yeah. 
Because I, I guess mean, it's, I'm, it's I'm always looking forward to the run, to be honest. Even in Ironman, I mean, you know, I'm always yeah, looking forward to do. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing something else and sitting in my bike. bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not like I'm feeling great, but I'm looking forward to doing something else yeah. Yeah, yeah, than yeah, cycling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was actually yes, let's go. At for that, that point, you had your feet to saw your saddle, so you know, all those things, right? You're just yeah. like, I just don't want to be in this position yeah. anymore. So, but I, I took my time in T2. I mean, I put socks. I, I changed my socks actually. Uh, I put some running socks. And you know, put my shoes on, got some, got some food, ate some solid food because I did. I don't get any solid food usually on, on the bike, and you know, just started running. But straight away, you the altitude, two thousand meters, you start running, and they say, "What's wrong with me?" I, yeah, I was going to say, did, did you underestimate it at any point? Like, did you think always in the back of your mind before you started the event, well, it's just twenty k. Well, and I, then you get to T two, and you're spent from the from the, the bike ride. Although you've been, you know, sticking to your plan and the you, oxygen deprivation. Yeah, well. so, so you, that's the thing. Does so it hit you? And you're like, yeah, Shit, definitely. Man. Like, but luckily, I was there a few days before. I, I wanted to acclimatize a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I went for a run. I think like three or four days before, and I, I was amazed at how you feel when you start running. You feel like you don't have enough oxygen to, to, yeah. to run. Yeah. It's crazy. Tummy, it's yeah. like a normal run for me. <laughs> I, I, so I didn't expect that to eat me that hard. You get used to it after like five, 10 minutes into the run, you, you start drinking a little bit better. But the first, the first kilometers is, was really, really hard. Did, did, did it finish? Did the race finish at altitude? Yeah, yeah it finished at 2000 meters. Did you have a beer after it? I had a few beers after. Do you notice how, how quickly you sort of get drunk or did you not notice that? I don't think I got drunk on that day. I got drunk the day after. <laughs> so I'd done a, I'd done a, I cycled, this is back in the, back in the day, I cycled across Mexico from east to west and it's across the Sierra Madre. And I remember day three was like from, you know, a couple hundred metres up, a couple hundred feet up to 10,000 feet, 60 kilometres straight up. Oh man, I was so smashed at the top when I had a few beers. Like, if uh, if you were to to go back in a few years' time, would what would you have learned that you do differently, or what did you learn that you would do differently? Um, Maybe nothing. I think I usually prepare my race quite well, so I don't think I would change much in in my approach to it. I think I like the fact that I was there a few days earlier, mm. so I could acclimatize to the altitude. And I could, you know, I did the, the bike, the, the run course. I did a couple of laps uh, by myself before. What would I do differently? I don't know. I don't know really. Seems like you got it all nailed then. Yeah. Seems well, like you got also it dialed not sure, I'm not, also not sure I want to do it again. That's the thing. <laughs> I was going to ask. Because that's very I, presumptuous. I, 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 as, as I was, as I was saying. tip, I, I wouldn't enter. Because <laughs> no, I was saying, I don't want to do Ironman anymore because I don't want to have to chase a better time. Because yeah, if yeah, I do it yeah. again next year, I want to do faster. Yeah. And, and I don't want that, you know. How about I, if uh, anyone's listening to this and they're like, okay, cool. Do I'm, it. I'm going to do it next year. Do Is it. there any like sort of yeah. tip that you'd give them for like, for? for yeah, like maybe, something you didn't do that they maybe should or have Or maybe done. did. So maybe the running at the top is... Uh, Acclimatizing. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely go a few days earlier, acclimatize. But I think it's all about the bike. Right. And I mean, depending on who you are, how good you are on the bike, just enjoy. Just don't try to follow people. Just, you know, enjoy. Try to stay within your limit and stay safe because the, the descent are really fast. There's yeah. not a single meter of flat. It's either you go eight kilometers an hour uphill or you get 70 kilometers an hour down. <laughs> there's nothing in between. Honestly, there is not a single meter of flat. You, yeah. there's no, I'm not it, sure it, if it you're can, selling it, this it or, be, or can, really sell that. It can be a little bit stressful because, you know, you, it's very hard to recover. And, and mentally, you know, when you're 
you're done with a climb, you're exhausted and yeah. straight away you have to go down and you have to be super careful. There's a lot of air pains. One thing that, yeah, this is something that you you see at the Tour de France, but you experience it yourself if you're doing a lot of um, riding in the mountains. You forget the fatigue that is caused by yeah. literally holding on and keeping your neck up, you know, mm-hmm. going downhill and stuff. Yeah, like, so I back. found if, yeah. I, yeah, if I've done a lot of ascending and descending, like my neck is sore and, and you just blink right, at the wrong time. If and you're not great at it, then you hold like, a lot of tension through the, yeah. through the front and like even the arms and stuff can hurt yeah. after a while and, right? and the hardest thing in doing a race like that when you have open road going downhill is that you need you have to stay on the right side yeah you can't cross because there that, could be cars well, and that, that means that you can't get the best you can't best you can't, can't get the best line. route yeah. you can't get yeah. the best line yeah. and that's and you have to be very very careful because obviously yeah. that's all i crashed like a few years ago in, in mallorca i totally misjudged and yeah. there was a car coming in front of me yeah so 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 yeah. So you've done five Ironman, uh, full Ironman, and you've done you've done this now. What was your feeling when you crossed the line of this one compared to say crossing your Ironman? Like, was it? Do you feel more of an achievement? Did you feel more of a relief? Did you feel oh, I'll do that again? Like, what what was? Take us back to your crossing the line, and what was it? Did you get what you were like looking for? As I, well? I think I think you can't beat the first time you cross the Ironman line. Right. I think that was. I mean, that's why everybody should do an Ironman. Yeah. I think. Especially an Ironman brand, you know, they call you, you are an Ironman. You know, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's that's the only, first time, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the only reason. You don't get that half, do you? You are half Ironman. It doesn't sound as, <laughs> It's not know, the same, you know. is it? <laughs> no, so I think nothing beats the, you the feeling. You have your of, second of four medals. <laughs> I, if you're Brian, I said to Magda, I was like, I can't stop thinking about doing a full Ironman. She's like, you've done two halves. Why do you need to do a full? I was like, enough said. I'm not even going to have that. quite work that way. But. <laughs> the, the thing is that when I, when I did my first Ironman, I was not sure I would be able to do it. I didn't yeah. know if I could do it. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, it's no, gen- that's, that genuine. Exactly. Sort of you, you don't know. Or, yeah. Am, am yeah. I able to do that? I don't know. Yeah. Now but, I know that, you know, I'll get I, I can do this type of thing. I can do I'm pretty good at endurance things. I can't do those things. That changes the feeling for me. Again, when I done my first half, I didn't know if I was going to finish yeah. it. I was proper panicking. Um, yeah. And then do my second calm, not the same That's kind of nerves. There was a bit of nervousness, yeah. but nothing compared to what it was. I even slept the night before. There's always the, the first one I, I never slept. I mean, anything that matters makes you a bit nervous, right? Yeah. So if you've trained and you've invested time and yeah. even the money of like traveling to a race or yeah. there's always a bit of nerves and that's, and that's should, good. It should, should be. be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also you're hoping that the day will go well and you don't get flat tires and yeah, all that. that actually, was going I, through that, actually, I got one. Yeah. Well, on well, the, on this? well, I got a puncture on, on the last climb. So as I was, I started climbing the Alpedres, uh, a puncture on my, my, my back tire, but luckily I'm, I'm, I'm running a, a tubeless. tubeless. So, you know, that there's yeah, a liquid and in did it seal? and it just sealed itself normally, but, and he did the job pretty well, but the hole was a little bit too big to be totally sealed. So every couple of rotation of the wheel, I could hear the air. And I was, honestly, I was at the bottom of the Alpedus, no way. So I, I stopped, first I stopped and I need to check the, the pressure in the tire. It, it looks fine. I mean, you, I, I don't know how much hair you lose every time. There's a, so yeah. I didn't know. So I kept going on every couple of rotation. I could hear it. And people started looking at me, oh, come on. And because you, you can also see it from the back, it's like a purple liquid and it's, yeah, it, it yeah, went all over my back, all over my, exactly. Yeah. It started spraying everywhere. And then and you realized it was just a gel that you had in your back no, pocket. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I could hear it. I could hear it. And halfway through the climb, I, I met my, my partner, Catherine, she, she was there and I, yeah. and I actually stopped and, you know, 
why not? In Ironman, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop. But then every time I saw Catherine there, I stopped, you know, give my, my boy a kiss and, and talk. And then as soon as I stop, I could hear, <laughs> off. Because <laughs> as soon as you stop, um, as soon as you, you stop running, I guess, out. again, I don't know why, but as soon as you stop run, uh, recycling, yeah, then there was more. So I was like, well, I need to go back. <laughs> so I jumped back on, on the bike and then everybody was, no, he's never going to make it. So I was trying to, starting to make the math in my head, you know, at what stage do I, am I going to stop, replace the tire? Because I, the only option I had was to put an inner tube, but putting an inner tube in a, in a tubeless, it's going to be a mess. Cause yeah, like, oh, tried, yeah. that's not something you want to do if you can avoid it. So I was trying to say, how far in, in a bike ride would I do that? Or am I going to, I'm going to walk the rest. Yeah, yeah. Like, if there's only one, two K left, yeah. you know, I'm going to walk it. So I was trying to, you know, and in the upper days is yes, 21 bands. So I was trying to wow. think, okay, so if I make it to the last three bands, if I puncture, I'll walk the rest. <laughs> nice. and, you know, I was just keeping myself occupied like I've that. I've said and, this to someone like uh, when you're doing a run you, you so, or, or a, a sort of endurance event, you sort of become a mathematician because you oh, start yeah. working uh, all these you, things. You start counting all, all, type, all type of crazy things. Like, oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but like the later into it, the worse a mass, mathematician you become. I just oh, become yeah, a really yeah, shit yeah. one. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm running five kilometer pace and I'm one kilometer away. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, one thing I don't look at, um, and I thought I was going to do it, and I still never that. I don't look at time, and and I've done it again on, on the bike. That's good on anything. Uh, I, I just can't that. do it. And and when I finished the bike, Magda says to me, she's like, "You've done a really good bike," and I'm like, "What's really good? <laughs> what was he know is really good?" It's, like, yeah. and then start working so you, out. You didn't know in, in T two. No, okay. I, I, I didn't know what my time I'm was till I crossed the line. I'll be like five k into the bike going on for a PR. Yeah, like yeah. an Ironman, 175 k to go. But yeah. I'm like, see, yeah. I, don't, I, I, mean, I don't do it. I, I crossed the, the line. I crossed the line. Stop my watch. So oh, that's the, better. That's the, way better. The 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 time above is obviously the time from the first person went. And I was like, and I stopped my watch. The math. And it was it was five hours twenty. Uh, sorry, five hours, 59 minutes and 28 seconds. And I laughed, I actually laughed out loud because I knew I was dead on when I started and stopped my watch. I was like, I knew I'd beat six yeah. hours and, and no Magda way. was watching the app and it was still counting me up at six hours, four. I was like, nah, I was, I, knew, sorry, it. I've got it. I've got I it. knew it was sorted and I wa and that was, I was, my watch was one second out and it was the best feeling ever. But if I had, I, I, I'll never know, but if I had looked at my watch during the run, it might have thrown me off. It, it fucks mm. with my head big time because I, I, I start trying to do the maths and I obviously get it wrong as you say towards I, the I end. I can't do otherwise. I've got notification on, on the bike every 5K. I get my average yeah. power, yeah, my, see, my speed. I, nothing. I'm going to run every kilometer. So I usually my, have my like every 45 minutes a notification on my bike computer to remind me to eat a gel or something, but it never worked. I, I disabled awesome. the alerts and I was like, well, now it's all down to chance, you know, and I, I, I had no idea. And, and, and I don't know if it helped or hindered me. I'll never know. <laughs> but it I worked, think it's good. It it, I mean, but you were going for a PR or you just, you were just hoping for it? Um, that's a tough one, actually. Yeah, I wasn't feeling very good to, before the race, but yeah, I mean, I took 17 minutes off. I mean, I'm not competitive anyway, but, you know, competing against myself, I was you hoping to... You had that in your to, mind. You wanted to do yeah, a better, think so. like, uh, better time if you could, but then... For sure. You'd I just some didn't think injuries, I, so yeah, was... I didn't think I was... Yeah, I sort of doubted myself, but, I mean, I gave it all. And, and that's the point that did I... Would I have done that? I, I don't know. If I'd known my time, I'm not so, sure. Oh, if I've got 17 beat. minutes to spare. So, you know, I can, I can well, walk Well, that's maybe. when I started doing the, the mass. I knew my run was faster. Didn't expect it, but I knew it was faster. It was very consistent. And I managed to knock off 30 seconds or 35 seconds per kilometre. So I'm working all that out yes. in my head yeah. as I'm running. And I'm just like, and there was a point where I was like, 
maybe I'm under, under under six hours. And then I'm like, right, what did Magda mean when she says I've done a good cycle? What's a good cycle? It was, it was hilarious. Oh, wow. but, but I don't use but time. We, we, always, we always get that. I mean, in those spots, I mean, you need to think about something. You, you need... You've got a long time. Exactly. <laughs> you, you start thinking about all the scenarios and... Yeah, that is true. You know, we need true. to keep, keep ourselves occupied. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah, I do so a lot of maths as well. And what, What's your next challenge then after this? So, um, Where do you go from here? I no mean, d- downhill probably because you don't want to do it at altitude. Yeah. <laughs> well, m- my, uh, I, 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 still like the, I still have the hope of, uh, of doing the Norseman, yeah. but it's, that it's an hard one to get in. You, yeah, you, it's like, it, is it's it's a lottery? Lot, it's, lot, yeah. it's a lottery, yeah. So I've, I've been trying for the last five years now. It's Lord, amazing. Like, I, I watch like, the video of it all the time. I just love it. It's crazy. But so the, Yeah, definitely a bucket list, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> almost more chance of going to Corona than Corona. <laughs> the, the thing, you know, there's other races out there. It's not the hardest long distance triathlon. There are others, other races out there. Mm-hmm. Probably but, the most well known. Exactly. Hard one, that's, right? You know, that's the one everybody wants to it's do. It's the right? iconic. Yeah. Exactly. The, what is the meters of the run? Because it's up a mountain, right? What is the ascent? I think it's in total 2,000 meters. Wow. Uh, no, 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 it can't be. I think it's about 1,000 on the run. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Because yeah. the, the bike is not. Isn't, yeah. I think on the bike it's less than, than the Alpe yeah. did. So and even the run, it it's it's a thousand over like the last ten k. Yeah, it's the, not, the first part is quite. Yeah, bad. The, yeah. the rest of it isn't. And so the bad, bike so. is more steady probably than the Alpe d'Huez, right? Is it mm-hmm. not a bit of a slog rather? Well, than there's that? a big climb at the start because you start from the from the fjord from the bottom and yeah. you need to climb. That's the big climb. It's like a, but it's it's shorter so than it's the probably Alpe more right? iconic now. Yes, than, mm-hmm. but nowadays, yeah. I mean, people have copied the model. I mean, there's races like that in Scotland, in France, in, yeah, in Italy, yeah. in Switzerland. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all those extreme. Drivers, they all yeah. claim to be the the hardest. You yeah. know? So what's on your radar? So if if I can go uh, to Norseman, uh, I would do that. Otherwise, I think I, I want to focus on something a little bit different. I want to do some uh, off road triathlon. Nice. Um, there's an Xterra series, so it's the yeah. it's similar to well, it's the equivalent of Ironman, but for, for off-road. So it's mountain biking and trail running. Yeah. So this is a good segue into the next section, yeah, actually. Yeah, because Matt has well, entered. Belgium and I'm going to do Netherlands next year. Oh, you're playing today? Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Play, I don't want to bed on uh, Netherlands because it's it's Ameland, it's mainly sand, and that's yeah. not exactly... Yeah. Is it on Ameland? Yeah. It's in Ameland. I mean, yeah. if I want to do mountain I've biking... I've been there for a rugby tournament. <laughs> I, w- I want, you know, I want mountain, I want forest, I want mud. I don't yeah, want you're sand, not going to get an Ameland. I think we're just thinking about a nice weekend away at the end of summer. That's nice. Well, Ameland's great for that, actually, yeah. So just folding it into a little bit of a family time. It's also, there is like... There's some small trails there. It's not as, yeah. it's not all beach kind of thing. No, I guess not. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, Belgium, Belgium and I think track. Belgium, Luxembourg, France, I think those are yeah. all my, so I don't know exactly. They haven't announced the calendar for 2022 yet. That's why when, you know, one of you asked earlier about uh, Copenhagen for, for, for next year. Yeah. Yeah. I was it's trying the to end of June, but I, f- I think Xterra France is the first week of July is normally. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, I, I where is it? It's in the in the Vosges, so it's uh, it's actually not very far from here. Yeah, it's a beautiful part of France. Uh, it's supposed to be the hardest Xterra uh, race. That's not why I want to do it, but um, you know, it's it's supposed to be one of the best. The, so yeah, I'm looking to this, either that one or or Belgium. So, Belgium's nice, so, and it's also yeah. really it's like, close enough, and, for, for, and it's very easy to get to. So as well, for which those is nice. for those that don't know what these are, they're off road triathlons. What kind of distances are you talking? In, it's in Olympic the, distance. It's what Olympic, Olympic distance, or, or in and around Olympic. Yeah. the yeah. bike can alter. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. A but it's on, on the off, terrain, but it's off road. Um, it's all mountain bike, so you're not allowed yeah. to have. Um, um, Cyclocross or gravel bike. Yeah. I know a few people in the club would like to do those races <laughs> on cyclocross, but they're not allowed. Finally, I can use my mountain bike. <laughs> yes. So it's a, 
Don't know, so it's a, like 1.5k swim in usually. I think it'd be in, a lot of fun. The swim's pretty much standard. Yeah, the swim's you know, the same. Swim's the swim. <laughs> Do you think then, you could uh, use these as training for a full or a half? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I think it's very doable distance. I mean, it depends obviously on... on depends uh, on the, the ambition as the well, end. because I think, yeah. I think like the outdoors with the, maybe the shorter distance as well, it's, there tends to be a little bit more of a kind of, um, like, let's just go and do it approach yeah. to... Yeah. To exterior, I think it's a little bit less full on than the kind of Ironman scene and, yeah. and the sort of straight triathlon scene. It's more uh, when you look at the videos and you see the people that are racing, there's a, a lot of like local people in the communities around that will kind of tackle these races. And they're not necessarily, that's probably the race they do each year. Yeah. You know, they, they're not sort of big into these things. So it's like, it's all doable. And some of them are like walking the hills and, and stuff. So I think. In terms of the distance, as long as you don't have any ambitions there exactly. and you're just wanting I mean, to can, have it, a nice day out, you know, or, you know, have a nice tough day out and go it, through it. Can it, be, it can be tough on, on the bike. I mean, yeah. you know, I do quite a lot of mountain biking and, you, you it's know. It's tiring. You, 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 I was actually. <laughs> you can, you can I, hurt I was, yourself. I was riding tonight, actually, before I came here, I went mountain biking in a Span Vauder with, uh, with Seb, one of the member. It's, there's, a, there's a quite tough track there. You wouldn't expect that. Yeah. It's it's actually quite technical and, and you know, it's we, only we've done, done a few weeks. Me and Matt, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, one, that's, one, of, that's one of my favorite routes. Yeah, it was a lot there. of fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed fun. that. Yeah, I, yeah. I hadn't been my mountain bike for years, and uh, Matt took me there and we did. I mean, if I can choose nowadays, uh, I'd go off road. Forty um, k off road is a big deal though compared to forty k on road. I mean, let's not underestimate it. You know, just not for sure. It's a long ride. It can be a couple of hours. It's two hours. Yeah, two two hour two hours. So whilst the distance might be similarish. To an Olympic distance, the the time because totally again, the, and then the run is usually a trail run. And, and it so again, it could 10K. be up and down, and it could be impacted just by weather. Like yeah. A lot oh, more yeah. impact. I, I've seen know. videos of I think last year, Exterra France, where yeah. it was very muddy. Yeah. Everybody came with like, yeah, but that's part of it. Yeah. That's part of the yeah. thing. You, you, know, you don't want to get. I've spoken about it before. Like mountain biking was always my thing before. Yeah. Before you're very any good of this though. stuff. Like, well, yeah. I'm a bit out of shape. <laughs> what I uh, used to be, but it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And maybe we should organize. Yeah, maybe attack, we should. Uh, maybe we should have a trip. There's there's uh, there's pockets of it. There seems. Yeah, like I was talking to Seb today, and we we thought maybe we'll do we we'll do one next week. So maybe I create a meet up and yeah, uh, fire on. I'd maybe be interested. I didn't know Seb was doing uh, mountain biking either. Yeah. But I'd, I'd be a few people. There's I've got an old mountain bike, but it still works. As we worked out, it was uh, it was doing uh, it's fifteen years old or something, yeah, I and I literally dusted you on yours is faster than me on mine. So <laughs> it's just it's just fun to do. It's something different, you know. You're yeah. still on the bike, but it's totally different than being on the road, uh, especially on a tri bike. I mean, I don't enjoy honestly being five hours in, in my tri bike on my tri yeah. bike. I don't enjoy that anymore. Yeah, like, right. give me five hours on, on the mountain bike. You don't yeah. need five hours on the mountain bike. Give me yeah. two hours on the mountain you, bike. You can't. You, yeah. Proper yeah. workout. The muscles stop after yeah. two hours on the mountain bike. Yeah. Yeah. I did hundred k like earlier this year. I wanted to do like hundred k off road. Oh that, wow, that was yeah. a that was a tough one. That's yeah, it's, it's okay if you find like gravel and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Like on trails, oh, it, it, it was not only single yeah. track. Like, it was a lot of yeah. gravel. Luckily. Yeah. Nice. But it's a, yeah, it's a nice day out. So yes, that's the next challenge: off road uh, triathlon, and it's less of a commitment. Yeah, I mean. You know, I, I can I can prepare that in a relatively yeah. A couple of the months. thing I like about it as well is like I because I'm new to that kind of thing, I have no expectations, exactly. Mm. Exactly. so I'll go and sort of enjoy it a bit, and I'll push like, but within myself, and I can use that as a sort of it's almost like the day out and like a, a fun. 
It's a new sport. Yeah, exactly. I, in that way. I've got yeah. question now that you know, like, what shoe am I going to wear? You know, am I going to wear clip on? Or am I going to wear like yeah. uh, all these new shoe? things? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, this what, is a funny that? thing. I was saying this to Matt when I was mountain biking back in the day. <laughs> and I was. We used the uh, SPDs. We had pedals that clipped in, and that yep. was the norm. But now it's totally not the norm. Like I wore a pair of trail running shoes and flats. I had flat pedals. I think it like, depends on the course. I think right. the more technique. I mean, for very technical course, you, I would definitely want to be. Cl- not want to be clipped in. Yeah. But for most of the race in Netherlands or most of the track in Netherlands, I've never had a problem being clipped in. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, not, it's not like I never said. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I had yeah. a few, uh, had a few fall and yeah. I wish <laughs> I was not clipped in, but yeah. uh, usually it's a, uh, it's not too bad in Netherlands. If yeah. the course it's, isn't bad for a, for an exterior, if it's pretty I don't scanty, think I would probably use road shoes to be honest. Right. Because if you're not walking, yeah, I would I rather know. have the power uh, transition. It, it really depends on the course. I mean, there's a lot of climbing. I think you get so much more power if you're clipped in. So, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. I'd use road shoes to clip in. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, sorry, done, yeah. Uh, I done, when I was telling you, I'd done the Sierra Madre in Mexico. I'd done that in road shoes, but they got fucked because I'd done so much walking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I never done that much, but, you know, I was getting off the bike and walking in my road shoes. It was like... That was because you were so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. But, yeah, there's definitely a difference between road shoes and, and say, mountain bike shoes yeah. when you're clipped in, even, even at that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a new sport. I mean, try suit on the mountain bike? Can, you think... Illegal, 100%. Can, can no, even not I mean, even not for maybe. training. No, no, <laughs> nah, not even for mountain biking. Unless you get it, like I'll give you mine, right? It'll be too big for you, and then it's baggy and it's cool because you can be a baggy mountain biker. <laughs> but in they all wear, they they all wear they them for the racing. Yeah, really? Yeah, try suits. That, because yeah. usually for mountain biking, the outfit is different. You, you don't wear like uh, you don't wear a skin short. You wear baggy shorts usually on mountain bike. Uh, yeah. So that's why I'll give you my tri suit. It'll be baggy on you. <laughs> on that note, on baggy, that note, baggy tri suits. On that note, where you're talking about tri suits and a mountain bike, we should. We should end here, I think. Um, but before we end, maybe Matt, we've got the let's do the in your training plan. Maybe you can tell us for those that are still, maybe those that are working up to the boss band at the well, end of I September. We should be quickly. slightly different tact for this one, just because okay. there's a chance you finished, you've done your last race of the year, or, or you're going to do the last race of the year in the next couple of weeks. Make sure you take some time off. Like so many people roll through. And they're like, they feel fit after those last couple of races. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to use that fitness and I'm going to get back into the gym on Tuesday and smash out some weights. And then, you know, know, increase my pace while it's hot. You you just need to take some time. I've got a question to that. Why the fuck do you have me doing brick sessions and fucking two runs a day and two turbos? And I'm convinced you've got the wrong plan on me. What's going on there? I've got workouts that I'm just like, why, why? You're doing the bus burn. Is that what it's for? I yeah. mean, oh, fucking hell. Like, honestly, I did get a few weeks off, to be fair, but yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm like, he's got me doing, like, two run sessions a day and stuff. I'm, I thought I was on easy street here with a cigar and a deck chair, but it never happened. Nah. Anyway, so sorry. Give your body, give your mind, give your family some time. Definitely. Take two weeks off-off, I think, is a, is sort of a good guide, at least one fully off. The, the sort of the, the, what the approach that I've used for most people and sort of or recommend to most people, two weeks off. In two weeks of having fun. I agree. And that, that two weeks, like, if you feel like running that day, go run. If you feel like getting a mountain bike out, go mountain bike. But you shouldn't have a plan for those two Wait weeks. Wait until you want to go out and yeah. ride. So that's yeah. Wait until you miss I, it. I, I, I cut and, yeah, until I wanted to go mountain biking. I don't yeah. think I've used my road bike since. So yeah. I just want to go have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. And then after a month, then you might start to think, well, what am I doing next year? Yeah. I want to start to add a bit of structure, some yeah. base training, etc. But the, the more important thing is, 
don't get, and this happens especially, I think, for those first couple of years that you get into triathlon when you're like all excited and you've just done a race and you've probably done a PR at the end of the year and you're yeah. like, I'm just going to roll on through. I'm going to keep going. I'll get even faster for next year. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then yeah. you're going to crash and burn some yeah, point yeah. over winter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. take some time. Get okay. a bit and on that, we'll, we'll end. We usually end with what we're reading, listening to, watching or anything. Um, so actually I'm glued to the Ironman website <laughs> when you talk about next year I've been looking at, at events I've been looking at challenge I've been looking at I Ironman like I've been like which race is this? Like, oh, like it was your, Kona. Yeah, it's Kona. <laughs> <laughs> it was a test, right? Yeah. I knew I, as soon as I posted that, I thought this is going to be so obvious. But that was me glued to. I just saw it and I was like, that looks cool. But of course it does. It's Kona. So maybe not this year, but maybe so I'll what, qualify. What are you weighing? <laughs> While you're weighing up, what's the. Uh, I, I can't get a full distance. Can't get full distance out of my head, which is ridiculous because I never really it. thought I would uh, be interested. But I'll tell you, I, it was, I'll tell you what done it. I watched the the full distance the day before mine. And I saw quite a lot of heavier people, you know, not like, you know, really competitive. And all I thought, shapes, you know, all sizes. Yeah, right. I thought, you know, I could probably do this. And um, the thoughts never left me. So I, I'm kind of looking at that. Doing an Ironman is more mental thing than anything else. Yeah, yeah. As if you actually, want it, yeah. you train for it. Yeah. Unless yeah. I find the training, training for an Ironman harder than the race. Yeah, if, I mean, Matt's you, always a, a fan you, of that you, as if well. Train for the, it, if, if you the trust the process, the race takes care of itself. It so, so I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of sw swaying towards that. I, I think I'll do the the Denmark one because the timing's quite nice, the location's nice. I could drive there. I quite fancy that. I'm trying to get a friend in Scotland to join. I think there's a few of us already him. signed up though, yeah. or for looking the, at signing up. Often. Yeah. Half, yeah. So if yeah. you're looking at half in June, get signed up for, for Denmark. That could be good. And then if I do do a full, we'll do it later in the year and maybe Barcelona but Matt you made a very good point about you know maybe a flat is not always the best because you're just constantly going at it and maybe a How few rolling this? things yeah but Barcelona is not that flat either I mean it's, well, I mean, it's flattish but it's, it's more roading than yeah. anything else and it's a super fast road yeah, I but think I'm not sure that's what I would choose thing. is ignoring a hard race so don't do Lanzarote or Wales yeah Assuming it's one of the easier races or easier, let's call it, you know, like one of the more manageable in terms of the bike course, mm -hmm. choose the one that's at the time and the place that you want yeah. to do it because it's not easy. It doesn't make a difference on the day. It's not like yeah, you would, you would finish it in Copenhagen and not the, finish it. If but it, was but in it did resonate with me. It's not about finishing, but it did resonate. My first half was in Portugal and I had a thousand meters of climbing and I am not a climber. Uh, I'm a better descender than I'm a climber. And I don't, I don't even remember the hills. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So the, I think there's truth to be said. What, what, I think what don't you be afraid there. of having some, exactly. some, yeah. some, you know, some, uh, some climbing. No, in but there, that's but my point. So I was yeah. sort of fixated on Barcelona because yeah. it showed this flat bit. But anyway, I'm, I'm leaning towards. So one thing little... to keep in mind for Barcelona, for me anyway, that it's quite late in the season. It's October. Yeah, that's it can make it feel like season, a long season. Especially yeah. if you want to race already half in June. Yeah, it, it makes the season that. very, very long. Yeah, yeah because I struggle to train through the winter and still have to wait two months for your race. Yeah, that's true. We, I, I spoke a lot about that with Matt, but we'll see. That's where I'm leaning towards. That's what anyway, I say. Choose choose the destination, choose the time of year, yeah. and then find the races which match that, and then choose yeah, one of those. Exactly. Sort of yeah. thing, Most Ironman races are totally doable, I think. As There's I a lot of Maybe Lanzarote rails. Except for that, I think most there's a of lot them, most the, of them you like throw now. There's a lot of nice ones in the US, which I was like, yeah, you know, I do like the US, yeah. but maybe uh, maybe that could be yeah. something. But we'll see. Anyway, what are you reading or listening to or or watching at the Beside moment? Beside the podcast, you mean? No, um, obviously, I mean that's we, we take that as a given. Well, uh, that everyone's hey, Chris is uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's bribe later. Uh, well, I'm reading quite. 
yeah, yeah, work-related books. I'm not going right. to mention those. But I think the last, well, no, the, the book I just finished was uh, Walking the Nile. Do you know that book? No. Walking uh, the Nile. Yeah, it's from this British um, British um, writer. He's a travel writer. He just basically walk from the source of the Nile to to the delta of the Nile in uh, in Egypt. Nice. It's like what do you mean, three thousand kilometers or something. It's super interesting. He has a great writing style. And before that, I read his other book across the Himalayas. I think. Right. So he he does those crazy walk basically, and he just write about it, and it. I think I totally recommend that. I think it's really, really inspiring. I mean, I like this type of guys who do like random yeah, crazy yeah, shit, yeah. you know. I, know I reckon I could have done that just with all my, my walks home for the pub. Like <laughs> <laughs> over the years, I've probably got some good stories to tell. With his follow-up but walking home from the pub probably didn't, <laughs> didn't sell quite as well. Yeah, probably not. Uh, so I can totally recommend these guys. I can't remember his name. So both of them, Walking the Nile and Across the Himalayas, I think yeah. they're great, great thing to listen to when, you know, when you're training or, nice. or something. Yeah, I'm going to take a note of that one. Yeah. Matt, you've got, yeah, let us hear it. Yeah, well, I think I've mentioned before, there's like two things I love more than like triathlon and endurance sports. It's football, so, or number one football. So uh, Ted Lasso season two is on. Yeah, I've started it, but I love Ted Lasso. Apple I watched, TV. I, I mean, there's not a whole again. lot of football in there, but. I heard they've got a Dutch player signed. That's what I heard that. The, the genius, sign. genius. <laughs> but I haven't watched it, so don't really. One of their writers is, uh, he used to actually be, uh, spent six years at Boom Chicago. Ah, oh really? And so his knowledge of the Dutch. So there's a few Brilliant. throwaway Dutch remarks in there where you're like, this takes a this takes someone to know this. Like they yeah. must have lived here because it's not Smart. just a, like a yeah Dutch wearing clogs getting high kind of joke. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, funny. It's a great but it's series, such a yeah. charming, heartwarming. It's not fully out yet, is it? The whole they're season? doing like one a week, yeah. and they're up to about four or five yeah. episodes. But it's every bit as good as the first season, yeah, so I've that's heard. good. Yeah, nice. the other thing I love uh, music and especially massive Beatles fan. And there's a, a new show on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, called McCartney 321 or 123. 321. McCartney 321, actually, where Rick Rubin, the producer, yeah, he's amazing, interviews Paul McCartney, and it's just those two in a studio, essentially. I love Rick Rubin. I hate Paul McCartney. <laughs> it could be a hard Paul McCartney. Oh, he just irritates me. Everything about him, it just, oh, he just, I didn't, he, has, he looks like one of the most ungenuine people in the world to me. I just, uh, you need to, you need to read about the Beatles then, because he's a, yeah, he's well, a genuine. I'm not saying guy. the rest, of, yeah, but I, I just don't trust him. I don't know, like Rick Rubin, no, amazing guy. Like, so and, just and hugely two. talented. In the studio, and they just like, Rick Rubin's essentially just sort of like putting Beatles tracks on and taking all the, like they're sort of mm. mixing it live ah, and talking about the music. I would watch it just for that. Like he's so good. So yeah. good. He's it's behind really good. so many big hits. He's yeah. like, Jay-Z recorded, uh, I think, the Black Album, one of the songs that mm -hmm. Rick Rubin says. Uh, I mean, he's behind all the big, uh, big, yeah, and uh, all, big all genres stuff. as well. But he's a, yeah? Yeah. he's a massive Beatles fan. So Is that's it? why, <laughs> that's why that, this comes no doubt. from. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, on that, on that, Musical we call, Yeah, musical <laughs> note. Yeah, I was going to say on that bombshell. Um, we'll leave you there. <laughs> McCartney is to me what Lance Armstrong is to you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that puts it into perspective. But um, on that, yeah, if anyone wants to catch up or find anything about us, you can find it all online. You can, uh, we're on Instagram at, uh, I don't know, is it Attack Club? Attack.club. Yes, I think yes. it's attack.club yeah, on Instagram. Attack .club, yeah. You can get us on the on the WhatsApp group. You can you can find us everywhere and um to do with the bike club, but to do with the tri club. And uh on that we'll finish. So thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks.
Subscribe, rate, and review Attack the Pod wherever you listen to podcasts. Find show notes and links on attack-club.nl and leave comments, questions, and suggestions on Instagram at attack.club. Happy training and racing.